This is a quick disclaimer. Although The Wise Investor is trying to educate people on personal finance, what we talk about on the show is not actually financial advice for your personal and unique situation. Before trying to do anything with your money, always consult a professional. Hey, this is Anthony. And I'm Sal. And you're listening to the Wise Investor Podcast, where we help Canadians become more financially literate one post at a time. This is what they did not teach you in school. This episode of the podcast was recorded on April 21st, 2018. Beautiful. Get fired up. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of What They Did Not Teach You in School. We got Sal Longo over here, Wandering Lauren Bensadoon, and yours truly. We're going to be talking today about a topic that is pretty hot and interesting amongst millennials, and that is to save money or to travel. What is the answer? And actually, Sal and I talk about this a lot. Warren Buffett, all the greatest investors in the world that talk about compound interest, they always say that money that you save now in your 20s compounds and is, you know, seven times that money in your 60s. So it's very difficult for people with me and Sal's mindset in order to spend that money on traveling because we don't necessarily see the direct ROI on that investment, you know? Thanks for saying we and not supporting you. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely it's, it's, it's us in general, right? But a lot of millennials do think that during their 20s, they should be traveling and for a lot of good reason. We're going to be talking about that today. Before we get started, though, I just want to introduce our guest speaker for this week. We're in Bensadoon. She has a Instagram that's pretty cool called Wandering Lauren, at Wandering Lauren. Put your hand out like this, Lauren. <laughs> And hold it, no, like this, okay. and just hold it there. Alfiel, you're going to put <laughs> Wandering Lauren. In the near future. All right. Go check her out. And she is a travel blogger. How long have you been doing that for? Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing that on Instagram and everything. Yeah, for sure. So I've been traveling for probably six or seven years now. I just started my blog eight months ago. So it's pretty fresh, but it's been pretty successful and I've been traveling a lot so it's picking up a lot of traction. Why did you start your blog? So it started when I came back from South America which I guess was a pretty like popular place to travel and a lot of my friends were asking me for recommendations and where to stay and what I liked Um, so I ended up putting together this huge word document for everybody and just started firing it off to everybody who asked me and I was looking at it like this is really valuable information and when I was looking into all these places, it would have been really helpful for me if I had had this really, you know, efficient breakdown of all the things to do and all the places to see. And it's such a passion of mine that I just wanted to share it with everybody and try and motivate people to not be like you guys and get out and travel and leave your office, leave Toronto and experience new things because there's so much more out there. So true. <laughs> so how so is true. that available? Is it through your blog? All this information is readily available. Yeah, like my Instagram's more just pretty pictures, but on my blog, I really kind of break down travel tips, travel guides, 
anything you need to know. I answer anybody's questions. So if anyone ever messages me, sometimes it takes me a couple days, but I'll get back to everybody. How can people, our viewers here, find that blog? Okay, so my blog <laughs> is www.wanderinglauren.com. So Perfect. <laughs> Where have you traveled so far? Okay, so I've been to a lot of places. I won't name them all. I've been to 21 countries, five continents. I've been to North America, Central America, South America, most of Europe, a bit of Asia, not really, and most recently Africa. Where have you been, Sal? <laughs> well, let's start off with I've been to Italy a few times. That's good. good. I've never been I've to Italy. I've been to Croatia. Nice. Um, I've only been to the U.S. once, believe it or not. Need to change that. And I've been to Jamaica, actually on a family trip when we were young with Anthony, and Cuba. So I need to start traveling more. It actually started when I started getting serious in my career Mm -hmm. that my traveling just kind of just went down the drain because I almost felt like, you know, I'm in my early 20s. I want to hustle and like make it whatever it is. There's always a new goal, right? And you know, maybe that will like compound. And then when I'm 30 or 40 or some distant time in the future, I'll start because I'll have, you know, more wealth and all that kind of stuff. Right. We're going to book you a plane ticket by the end of this. You guys, I think you need to. (laughs) You need to get out. I think so. All right. uh, Do you think that uh, travels helped you grow like at all besides your bank account not being as big as Sal's because he saves all of his money. <laughs> Ladies oh, yeah. out there, Sal Longo. You could travel. I'll stay home and work. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely grown a lot traveling um, in so many different ways. Uh, it definitely helps you gain an independence. And I've definitely noticed it's actually helped me in my career. A lot of people ask me, um, you know, how I travel and work or if I'm working because I travel so much and you can do both and I find it actually helps me so much when I've come back. Um, How so? Like think about these crazy corporate retreats that companies spend so much money to take all their staff on. They want to build you know organization, they team building skills, communication skills. Those are all things that you build while you're traveling. So when you're the way it's helped me in my career is it's helped me been organized you know, you can't go on a trip, a proper trip, if you're not organized. Helps you, um, it helps you with your adaptive skills. And mm. the world's always changing. Like, you can't predict what the next 5, 10, 20 years is going to be like. It's always going to be changing. And if you can't adapt, you're going to get lost. So, so that's a big thing about traveling is adapting to new cultures, adapting to new situations. Things don't always go according to plan. Um, you know, you could pick up a new language, which is helpful. Uh, Do you know how to speak any other languages? I speak French, uh, but that I actually learned here in Canada, so I don't know if that counts. And but I pick- you could pick up on certain languages, like understanding it a little bit better than you would have otherwise had and things Me- like that. For sure, yeah. I'm not a finance or engineering guy, more philosophy in school and stuff like that. But nonetheless, we were talking about on the way here, it's been a therapeutic kind of like life event since thousands of years for people to travel when they turn 17 18 years old in like aboriginal cultures and in like roman culture dating back to like plato in the books that he wrote it's the and joseph campbell's the hero's journey is there's like this therapeutic thing about leaving home wherever that may be going on a travel going on a traveling journey or experience learning something and then taking that back to your home that is like 
therapeutic and broadens your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too fluffy about that, but there's actual practical you know, uses for traveling to, as to like clear your mind or like get a different perspective on the world so that when you come back, you're more valuable here. True. I like what you said about broadening because that's the biggest thing. There's so many people that I know that grew up in Toronto, have always lived in Toronto, have never experienced different cultures and it's not their, it's, it's not their fault. Sorry if I use this word, but they're ignorant. And it's not their fault that they're ignorant, but unless you go out and you meet different people and experience different cultures, you're never going to broaden your horizon and broaden your, what you, your possibilities. So a lot of people I know that don't travel, they won't listen to other people. Mm. And when you travel, you learn to hear what other people have to say and you learn to accept other possibilities and i want to i want to i want to bring that this back to a direct roi thing sal so right because me and you talk about all the time when you're capital when you're when you're at work and if you want to get that you know real bonus or new job or whatever the case is you need to stand out from the rest of the people applying and we talk about it all the time there's other ways in order to build your Wealth, and that's through something called human capital. You want to tell us yeah, a little bit so on we, that? Yeah, so we talk a lot about it on the show. And human capital is basically your ability to earn income. And that's like the most theoretical, financial, boring way to put it. But really what it is is how you grow as a person, right? So people say you get it through new experiences, new jobs, you know, learning new skill sets and things like that. You know, but um, it comes up a lot when we read on it, that travel is a great way to get these experiences, like you're saying, to grow that human capital. Now, I'm not always convinced. <laughs> I want to know, know is if has traveling ever helped you land a gig, something like that, get a job, or build a connection that you might not otherwise have gotten? Well, in my interview for my current job, and I'm not going to say that traveling got me the job, because it didn't. Mm-hmm. My engineering degree got me in the door. Um, but my interview was two hours long and I don't think he ended up asking me a single question. The first thing he told me was when my potential start date would be. And I said, perfect. So I can go traveling for two months before I start. <laughs> that's a 30 seconds in. And that's did the first you, thing you I mention said to him that I like to travel every quarter and you have to put <laughs> vacation time in there. No, but I did mention how that, <laughs> it's should. been okay. It's worked out. I haven't gotten fired yet. So, what I was saying is I'm convinced that you get these new experiences mm. from like going on, you said you went to, you know, you've been to parts of Asia and Europe and you've been like kind of backpacking and like traveling to different parts and learning new cultures and experiences. I get that. But a lot of people say I need to just get away and I want to just travel and they go for five, seven days on an all-inclusive resort they sit on the beach. I don't think I don't. People say they read on the beach. I I doubt it. They get some good vitamin D, but other than stress relief and you know a little bit of a cool experience at the beach, I don't see how that really translates into like growing as a person. So is there like a difference? Like maybe if you want to grow as a person, like go to Europe and like travel on your own. Like what do you recommend? Yeah, I mean they're two totally different types of vacations. Some people need that. Some people need to just get out and sit on a beach and relax. That's fine. That's very different for what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about, the trips that I take, you know, I'm moving from city to city. I traveled for two months by myself. That was a huge growing experience. And to really rely on yourself to get and to learn this new place and meet new people, meet people that are local, meet people from around the world, 
that's when you're going to grow. So sitting on a beach is great, and I love that, but, mm. you, yeah, that's not really a growing thing. It's just more for your mental health and just kind of to relax. So but can we different. put on the record that I was right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wrong because obviously you should be traveling on those adventurous kind of trips, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, you grow a lot. Yeah, just, just like uh, Sal said, there is something about traveling because when you're out, and me and Sal are like sales guys, so like whatever. When we're not sales guys, but we're in the sales game, right? And when you go out and you talk to like potential clients or a potential like person that wants to hire you or people within your organization, they don't want to talk or just about just connecting with people in general. Yeah, right? yeah. Like business, they don't want businesses relationships. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to talk about oh what's happening with taxes and like stuff that me and you like to talk about. <laughs> they like to talk about you know what was the best food that you had in Morocco or what was the you know, best place to go see in Peru, you know? Yeah. And Anthony just thought of a new blockchain application, guys, before uh, we started. <laughs> so we're always talking biz on and off camera. That's just us. We really need to start taking Lauren's advice. <laughs> All right. So let's get some hardcore stuff because we're rounding out on 12 minutes right now, Alfio, or what? Am I 13, timing good? 13. All right. So let's get some hard tips. What parts of traveling do you find are important to splurge on and what are other things that you think you should cheap out or be more cost conscious about you never really have to splurge when you're traveling if you're doing it well i um, don't do it well then <laughs> i am the word like that whole planning thing but no i just like book a plane get there buy a hotel when i'm there yeah. you know and well that's a good... I, I end up spending a lot of money though see that is a good that's actually one of my money saving tips is to not book things until you get there really uh, because i find that mm. a lot of the websites are way more expensive when they know they're coming from international and they're tourists and you can't bargain so in terms of tours and stuff like that i always recommend book it there but in terms of things to splurge on accommodations you don't need to splurge on i have stayed in some incredible incredible beautiful hostels with pools and spas and bars and beautiful restaurants for 12 dollars a night so it you don't need to splurge um <laughs> me and Sal are laughing because we're thinking of going to california and we're looking at like malibu beach houses for eight hundred dollars a night almost, we already booked. i don't want to say we already booked but we did <laughs> Excursions is something. Where were you, you last week, Lauren? Yeah, I'll help you. I'll help you plan it. Don't worry, we'll get it done. Awesome. But right. um, excursions is one thing you probably want to splurge on because that's something you want done right. And uh, if you're there, you don't want to feel cheap and be like, "Oh, I'm not going to do this amazing thing because it's a little expensive." If you're there, just do it. If you had to give us like two or three biggest like tips for when planning your travel mm. or what to do when you're traveling, what would they be? Like, think of us as like we're really rookie, so. Just in general traveling or yeah. like, okay, so nothing to do with money saving or anything? Oh, yeah. If you could give me one that's money saving, I'd be happy. Okay. Sal, Sal would be happy if you did two money saving tips. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first tip, um, money saving and just in general, is to cook your own food. So not only does it save you a bunch of money, mm -hmm. but it's also just such a fun experience going to the local grocery store, seeing what they have, mm. going back to your hostel and, you know, cooking with everybody around. Uh, it's... It's a really nice experience. Another big recommendation is hostels 
And you don't have to stay and crap. Like when people hear the word hostel, they think like this think shitty of, rundown. I think of like you know Euro Trip the movie when they go to that hostel. <laughs> Maybe put a clip in here. <laughs> you know which you know which one I'm talking about. I'll feel you We're know. Put Euro Trip clips in the watch hostel. investor the or the movie hostel. Yeah, that's what I. I'm think. gonna put in. I'm gonna make you put in some clips of some amazing hostels I've stayed in for under twenty dollars a night. Wow, awesome. Yeah, like amazing. They're gonna like blow your mind. But hostels are great. A, yeah, you save money. But B, that's where you meet everybody. And you're going to, it's the best part about traveling is meeting people. (laughs) Everybody always asks me, oh, you went to South America for two months. What was the best part? I said, the best part was all these random people I met from all around the world. You talk to people, you learn new things. It's it's the best experience. And people are so much nicer when they're traveling. Don't meet people in hotels. You don't meet people in hotels. No, like in hostels, you're in rooms together, you're sitting at the bar together, you're cooking together. Very, very true. It's so, it's such a great experience. All right, and give us one more, number three. Um, Not don't good. bring a suitcase. Like, you're going to be miserable. Yeah, you always travel with, with backpack. that backpack. Yeah. That's really I, weird. So, one backpack, and that's it. As long as, yeah, I can go forever with that backpack. But how do you put a suit jacket in a backpack? You're, <laughs> you're not bringing you your might, suit jacket. You might not be meeting, you know, <laughs> yeah. executives on that trip. All right, thanks. And I always ask this to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like realtor, we've had realtors on the show, we've had mortgage brokers on the show, uh, financial advisors, and I always ask the same question. You have an opportunity right now to tell our audience something that they may not know being in your situation, because they're not in your situation, about traveling in general. Um, If you had one thing that you wanted to tell the person out there that is just, hasn't gone around to traveling, what would it be? That you'll never, ever, ever regret it. And that money comes and goes. As much as you guys might not agree with that, money comes and goes. <laughs> and when you're 40, you're not going to think about that $1,000 that you saved. You're going to think about that trip you took to Asia or to Europe. That's what you're going to think about 20 years from now. I love it. Great, great tips. <laughs> Thank you. I might just book my next trip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. We greatly appreciate it. As always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for viewing. If you have any questions about your traveling, check out Wandering Lauren's Instagram page. She uh, answers all of the questions that you give through her direct messages. This is Anthony <laughs> and Sal. Did you just ask our audience to slide in her DMs? <laughs> yeah. no, I, I tried to say that slide, in, I tried slide to, in other words. DMs. Slide in her DMs? <laughs> I was just she's, got a, she's got a high response. It's because, it's because, it's because we, I always say at the end of every single one of these things, I go, slide in our DMs, we'll answer any questions that you may have, but I was trying to do it. <laughs> My sister over there is not too happy about that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in. This is what they did not teach you in school, how to travel smart. With Sal Longo, yours truly. Take care until next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, at The Wise Investor. Until next time. This is what they did not teach you in school. We hope to see you soon.